podcasting from Baldwin, New York. Welcome to the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast, bringing you everything Baldwin Athletics, including news, game breakdowns, analysis, interviews, and much, much more. Prepare for the laughs, hot takes, hard questions, and everything in between. Now, here are your hosts, ready to dive into everything Bruins sports, Yab Hansu and Tyler Brown. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the 30th episode of the Bold and Bruin Sports Podcast. My name is Yao Bonsu, and although I said Tyler was supposed to be back this week in the last episode, the schedule changed, and therefore I will be manning the fort once again. Last week, we wrapped up our top 10 moments in Bold and Bruin's athletics history, and this week, we kick off our various spring athlete interviews. Up until the Baldwin High School Sports Awards, Tyler and I will be interviewing multiple spring athletes who had their seasons cut short. Starting it off as two of Baldwin's finest athletes, students, and people, as well as two members of Girls Varsity Lacrosse, it is Ava Bandel and Megan Doyle. Ladies and gentlemen, I am now joined by two members of the Girls Varsity Lacrosse team who are also two of Baldwin's finest athletes. It is Megan Doyle and Ava Bandel. How are you ladies doing today? Good, good. Doing great, thank you. All right, so let's just dive into it. On April 21st, the New York State Public High School Association announced the cancellation of all spring sports. How did you guys first react when you heard the news? I started crying right away. I, would, I just, I just started crying and I couldn't stop. Just, just the thought of like not being able to like continue out my last, my last lacrosse season. It just really hit me hard. Yeah, I didn't, I did not start immediately crying because I feel like I knew that it was, it was coming. So I feel like I prepared myself, but then I just like. Throughout the day, I was just like thinking about like, wow, I'm never going to be playing on a team again. And it's just like, it just hits you. When you guys first heard the announcement, what were the type of things, if anything, did your coach try to do to ease the blow or to make you guys feel better about the decision? Um, She will. So when we heard about the season being, it was first only postponed. So I believe it was April 20th. Yeah. So when she was just kind of coming up to us and saying, you know, like we still have a chance. Let's hope it's just over by then and then we could just pick off pick up where we left off so she was just kind of being really optimistic in that way that it would only be postponed not fully canceled yeah we didn't think that it would like the last time you're practicing was going to be the last time so it was but the coaches were good about it they were like you're like you're still part of the team like always and forever and besides it obviously being your senior year what were some of those specific things that you guys were looking forward to this season I think we were going to have a really good season. We were um, at the top of our uh, what, division, um, conference. Um, we were number one. So it was going to be a really good season. We had, like, good games. Like, the team was playing well, even just, like, in the first week of tryouts. Yeah, for sure. Just creating that bond with the girls. I always look forward to that, like, the past parties and all that. And just, like, really looking forward to just finishing what we started here. And knowing that the season is now canceled, is there anything that your coach or your team tried to do through Zoom or other online platforms to make sure you guys still feel the bonds of the season? Yes, we actually had a um, Zoom call the other day. It was supposed to be out today, and we had a Zoom call and just all met up with the coaches as well, the rest of the teammates. And we were all just talking, and it was like we never left, you know? Yeah, the um, the juniors. Well, I guess the rest of the team really planned it. They um all brought the seniors uh like 
basically like um our poster and like a bag with like goodies and stuff. It was really cute. Yeah, they still made our senior poster. That was really nice of them. I was like, that's the one thing to look forward to on senior day, and I'm glad we still got that. And for you, Ava, you are not only a great athlete, but you're also the class of 2020 valedictorian. Over the course of your time at Baldwin, how did you manage to be a great athlete, great captain, and a top student at the same time? I definitely did not get a lot of sleep throughout these years. <laughs> but um, it's really about like time management, and um, it definitely was rough at some times, but you learn a lot as you're going through it. So I know there's a lot of days where um, I'd have like school stuff, and then I'd have a game, and so you just got to really manage your time to work through it. You just got to push. Like You have to want to do everything. And who were the people that you leaned on to make sure that you manage your time better, that you're doing everything at the highest level? Um, I know a lot of my teachers were understanding because they know that a lot of us are, like, going through it. We're all, like, since we're all, like, a lot of us are top student-athletes, we're all doing a lot of things. So they gave, like, um, extended deadlines for some of us. I know my parents definitely were really lenient with me because they'd see me, like, procrastinate or something they'd be like Ava like get this done so you just got to make sure that you're working yeah. and for you Megan you suffered one of the worst injuries an athlete can when you tore your ACL last year from the moment you sustained the injury to now how did you work to get back to your full and complete self um you know to be honest a lot of people have very painful recoveries and for me like right after surgery I just started like right away I want to say like two days after surgery I just got right into physical therapy and I was really doing well like I was really ahead of the game so I was just like really optimistic for this season just because you know it wasn't really a painful recovery I just had really good really good thoughts and I was just so ready to come back you know so I, I worked really hard for those six seven months to uh to come back this spring did you believe that you were going to come back the same athlete you were before the injury? Yes. Um, you know, even till this day, I'm not 100%. But definitely, I would say when we had tryout week for lacrosse, I really did surprise myself. I was playing. It's like I never left. I was back um, doing my thing, and it felt really great. And you were also a sports night captain, although it's not an actual sport. It did involve a lot of active activity. Did that aggravate the knee at all or make you feel any pain knowing that you would have to do so much? Um, to be honest, no, because, you know, sports night isn't too physical. So I didn't really feel much doing sports night. Um, but during sports night, I, I would still go to physical therapy like three days a week. And I definitely felt it then. But sports night, like, you know, was a good distraction for that, for sure. Right. And you both were seen as leaders at every level of sports here at Baldwin. What were the type of tactics and strategies did you guys use to keep your teammates' minds on track? Um, well, I started when I, I was a volleyball captain for junior and senior year. So I know junior year, it was really, it was tough because the team was like a lot like a family. So it was hard to like be a captain and be a leader while you're so close to these people. And so I feel like that was a lot of a learning experience for me for my senior year as captain. And um, so you really have to be, like, on one hand, you're, like, their friend, but on the other hand, you're also their captain, so you have to really show that you're, you want to bring them to victory. Yeah, that is true. Being their friend and their captain, it's, like, you really bond with the girls, but at certain times during practice, you really have to remind them, like, hey, have fun, but at the same time, like, we need to start working and, like, get back, you know, so we could have a great season. And when an underclassman is having a bad game or the coach screams at you guys or something of that nature, 
How do you guys lift your teammates' heads back up? Honestly, just like a little joke or something. Just like make them smile a little because like you just tell them like coach is being a little crazy and they're like, yeah, like you just have to make sure that their head is focused on the game and not on the coach. Yeah, just remind them to play their game and just to still have fun with it, you know, and enjoy themselves. Along with your usual sports, Megan used to play basketball. I'm still a little salty that you quit. But <laughs> while Ava used to play soccer, I'm salty that you quit that as well. <laughs> Explain to me why both of you guys chose to take a step back from these sports and play the other ones that you would end up falling in love with so much. Um, for me, I, I still love soccer so much because that was – I started playing soccer in, like, first grade, so it was really – like all of my like best friends like um from like elementary school we all played soccer together and it was really like my home was soccer but then when I started playing volleyball in seventh grade I just got so good at it so quick so it was like and I just I just fell in I don't, I don't even know I just fell in love I would watch games all the time it was just it was just like an instant love for volleyball where it was like I can't play soccer even though like those are like my people volleyball was like the sport that I loved yeah, I definitely did not have the greatest support when I uh, quit basketball at <laughs> a sports night. <laughs> For sure. um, I, I do miss it, though. I have to say that it's always been a sport that I enjoyed playing. Um, but sports night, you know, giving it up for sports night was definitely the best decision I've actually ever made. I have made such great friends um, during sports night, even though Mr. Kelly's shaking his head over there. Um, and it's just it's really given me memories that I seriously will never forget for the rest of my life. Um, and I also ended up picking lacrosse up uh, my freshman year. That was the first time I ever played lacrosse. So, and that's now my new love of my life. So, like, it all worked out. And along with all the sports you guys played, you also had a lot of coaches along the way. With all due respect to the other coaches, which coach for the both of you have has had the biggest impact on you and why? I don't know. Um, I need a second to think about this. Um, well, I would say Coach Burton. Um, he has, he's just had so many certain specific things that he would do before each game. Like we would have to open a book and read a quote from a, uh, inspirational, like an inspirational quote before every game. We just had certain rituals that really stuck with me. And I really think like that really helped our whole team, you know, as a whole. And it really brought us together. Um, and he just, yeah, he instilled great, great tactics and uh, lessons for us. I guess, hmm, I think I'm going to go with Mosca because she was not just our coach. She was, like, our mom. She, like, calls, like, she's our mom there. Like, um, she just made us love the sport so much because she made it so much fun for us. And I, I just, like, love her so much. She's just, like, an incredible person in my life. And for both of those coaches that you named, do you have what is the biggest lesson that they taught you along the way? Uh, Coach Burton has a saying, and it it goes, uh, "Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard." Yep. And that just always stuck with me, you know, because uh, Baldwin teams tend to be known for the work they put in, as long as there's as well as their skill set. But I just always keep in the back of my head during games, like always outwork the next player. There we go. I think that I learned a lot about myself through Moscow because I know I my junior year was I had a really good season for school and then I had an awful club season um and then coming back for the school season I was not in the shape that I was supposed to be in to play volleyball 
and she just like showed me that like you can still work on yourself that like throughout the season and um yeah and even she and I feel like a lot of us from the team uh learned from her that you have to really want to play the game because sometimes she would be a little psycho and you have to be able to like focus off of her and just play your game I was gonna mention how it could get kind of confusing at times knowing that you guys are multi-sport athletes how do you stay focused on one sport without drifting over and thinking about another, thinking about what you have to do for the next season when you have to focus on the current season at hand? Well, since volleyball is my main sport, I had always been playing during the off season. So I was always playing volleyball. And I guess that kind of made it difficult for lacrosse because I have like a tournament. I couldn't go to a game on the weekend. So I guess that was hard, but this was going to be the season for lacrosse because I didn't have anything else going on. It was senior year. So, yeah. Yeah, no, it's a hard question. I would just say they're just two uh, completely different seasons and two, the whole, two different teams, two completely different vibes. So you just really, like, never take for granted, like, that, that soccer season. You just have all those memories with those players. But then you also look forward to the next lacrosse season um, for those experiences as well. And over the course of both of your careers, what is the biggest challenge that you two have faced, knowing that you guys pretty much played sports year-round? I want to say my, like, Megan had her injury. I had my injury, and um, it was my – it was right before sophomore year volleyball. So that was, like, devastating because I was playing – that summer I was at, like, the top of my game. I want to say that's the best I was ever at volleyball. And then I uh, tore my labrum and it just uh, that season could have been a really good season because the position that I played was the one that they needed. But it also introduced me to lacrosse because as soon as I was cleared, like literally the first day I was cleared, I was, it was lacrosse tryouts. So and that was my first time playing. So that was great. Uh, yeah, no, I would definitely say the ACL injury as well, but um, specifically because the ju- our junior soccer season, we made it all the way to the semifinals, and yep. that was, like, the farthest that we've gone in so long. And it was just, like, that whole season was just, like, such an amazing season. So not being able to, like, continue that into the- my senior soccer season was probably the hardest thing because I just wanted to go all the way to the Nassau chip. Knowing that your playing careers are now over, Megan, you are committed to your college as a nursing major, while Ava, you are committed to Harvard University with an undecided major. What is it about these colleges that made them the ones that you guys want to spend your next four years at? Um, well, I'm sure for Ava, it's pretty clear. I mean, she's going to Harvard. (laughs) (laughs) Um, For me, um, you know, I just found the campus was really homey, and they have great uh, sports programs, but Obviously, school is what's the most important to me, and their nursing program was, like, it It blew me out of the water. Like, I was, like, I was shocked. Um, they just had really everything that I could have asked for, so I'm really excited to start there. I didn't – I never really had to make a decision because when I – I did early action for Harvard, so I found out that I got in, like, December something, and I was going to apply to, like, six more colleges, and I applied to one more because I was, like – I probably won't go to any of these colleges over Harvard, so it wasn't really much of a decision. So you only applied to two colleges? Well, I applied to, like, four before Harvard, but then I found out later, so I think it was, like, six in total. Wow. Uh, Well, knowing you could go to probably any school you wanted to, I'm surprised that you only chose six. 
But then <laughs> I guess that speaks to I guess that speaks to how bad you wanted to go to Harvard. Yeah. <laughs> Are you I did guys, a summer oh, program. Oh, sorry. I did no, a no, summer I was there for the summer program for two weeks, and I fell in love with campus, yeah. Are you guys looking to play any types of sports in college? Definitely. I want to do um, probably club volleyball and maybe – or lacrosse, probably not both, but um, the volleyball team is a tryout, so I'll try out in the fall. Yeah, I would definitely – I'm not sure about the, the school level, but I would definitely do, like, soccer and lacrosse at an intramural or club level, but – I would also, like, try new things, like, maybe, like, rugby, or I know, like, we have, like, water polo, some, like, really, like, interesting, like, ultimate frisbee. Like, I'm looking forward to, like, getting into those, like, new sports and finding and seeing if I like them. Are you guys worried about the challenges that you guys may face, knowing that you have to keep up with your freshman year academics and then playing athletics on the side as well? Or are you already used to that because of what you did at Baldwin? I feel like right now I'm worried because since, like, it's the fourth quarter and we're seniors and we're learning at home. I have not been doing as much work as I would have if we were, it was like last year or something. So I'm kind of just ready to like jump into like actually having schoolwork again. Yeah. As surprising as it sounds like I'm, I just kind of want to be back on like schedule and stuff. It'll definitely be harder to balance, but we are used to it. It's just going to be a higher workload, but I think I'm ready for it. And over the past four years, you guys have been key components to every team that you guys have been on. But now I ask you guys, what is the most memorable moment from throughout your Bruins careers? That's a hard one, but I'm definitely going to say playing in the semifinals game our our junior year. Because, you know, the team that we were playing, we beat them twice in the regular season. So... I don't know what happened, but, uh, you know, the feeling, just the feeling of playing that game was was so memorable. Yeah, I think the same thing, the semis game for uh, volleyball this past year, because we hadn't gone past the previous round in, like, past, at least not since I've been in high school. And um, we were playing at Wontaw, and it was so cool just to, like, be there, have the crowd, like, um, like Sophia and Matt were like riling up the crowd, and that was yeah. just really fun to be there. What will you guys miss most about playing for Baldwin? The team. It's really like you just make like your own like little family every year, every season, and it's like I love these girls like so much, and I would not have been friends with like ninety percent of them if I didn't play any of my sports. Yeah, they all they really just become family to you, and I would just say repping the. The, the blue and gold. I mean, it's like, it's the greatest feeling in the world to wear that jersey. And uh, that will definitely be missed. But I'm definitely looking forward to coming back to both uh, soccer and lacrosse and just visiting every once in a while. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. Do you guys look to be involved with Baldwin at all following graduation? Yeah, 100%. Like, I, a lot of the, um, like, the senior spotlights that have been coming out, like, a lot of people have been saying, like, I love Baldwin, the culture, like, everyone is here. And Yep. There's really no place like Baldwin. Everyone here loves the like we're like a really like a big family and um I love my coaches so I'm definitely going to come back to see them and all the girls. Yeah, definitely. Uh both sports have left such an impact on me. I'm definitely going to uh make it a tradition to come back and visit everyone. Taking into account the current situation and you could make it about sports or outside of sports, but how would you guys like to end your senior year? That's 
that's a hard one. Um, a tough one. I would just I would just say I would just really like to do some sort of like drive by just to see all the teachers like one last time. If we get a graduation, that's great. If we don't, honestly, I just want to make sure I could see everyone one last time because the teachers at Baldwin are really like no other. And uh, I definitely miss them a lot. So definitely some sort of like drive by or something like that that other schools have done. Yeah, I completely agree with the drive by because I can see my friends and like the people that mean the most to me after this, but the teachers are the ones that really pushed me to be who I am and made them like the largest impact on me throughout my education. And considering all of the lessons that you guys have learned over the past four years, which ones will mean the most 10, 20 years down the line? I would just say like, what you put in is what you get out. You know, like the hard work that you put in, you'll you'll definitely be rewarded, even if it's not in that moment, but down down the line. Um, yeah, and just always work hard and you'll you know, you'll achieve whatever you want to. Yeah, I like there's that you have to take every opportunity that comes at you. Like sometimes I think that like, oh, maybe you don't want to do it. Like I didn't even want to play volleyball when I first started and but like if I took the chance and it's I love it. And so you just have to take all the opportunities that come to you. Definitely. Is there anything you guys would like to say? Coaches, parents, students, teammates? Be town forever. <laughs> Be town forever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. I want to thank you guys for joining. I know it's not the ideal circumstances. Normally I would be sitting across from the both of you. But even though you guys were on the show already, you guys should be on the show as many times as possible, in my opinion. It's always a pleasure talking to you, too. So thank you guys for joining me. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having us. Appreciate it. All right. Did you guys expect anything less than that amazing interview? Both Megan and Ava were on the show previously. They delivered great interviews back then. And now through Zoom, they delivered yet another must-listen interview. To Ava and Megan, thank you guys for joining the show. I appreciate your time greatly. I hope you guys are staying safe through this pandemic. For any Baldwin resident, community member, student, teacher, if you don't know who Ava Bandel and or Megan Doyle is, I suggest you educate yourself as soon as possible. These ladies are two of Baldwin's finest. But for now, that brings us to the end of the 30th episode of the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast. Next week, Tyler is back. He will be interviewing Aaron Hurtado and Daniel Hernandez from Boys Varsity Tennis through Zoom once again on everything that could have been for them and what was for them as they reflect on the past four years. Thank you for listening to this short but sweet episode compared to our other ones, and we'll see you guys next week. Thank you for listening in on this edition of the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast. Be sure to follow us on all streaming platforms. Check us out on Instagram at Baldwin Sports Podcast. Join us next time for more news, analysis, interviews, and everything Baldwin Sports.